Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show. Let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chain. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast with Kathy. You can follow the Strictly Anonymous Podcast yet on Instagram and Twitter. Follow me at Strictly Anonymous. If you haven't followed the show on your podcast app, make sure to. If you can, write a review. I love good reviews. I got a bunch of good reviews. Run Liz Run, I think, was one. I saw that a while ago. I keep forgetting to give her a shout out. Thank you so much for your review. Oh, and Melly901 wrote a nice review as well, as well as someone named Tith468 wrote a nice review. Um, he did write great show, however, and he just had the whole thing to say to one of my <laughs> callers, John694. Listen uh, to 468. I have a YouTube channel, and YouTube is great to make comments about the episodes. That's what I love about YouTube. So if you're over on YouTube, make sure to subscribe to my show, comment on my show. That's a great place to comment. My Patreon is also really great. You get access uh, to all episodes early and ad free. You see anonymous pics of all of my guests as well as access to my Discord where people are getting naughty. They do whatever they want over there. There's over 1,300 people now on my Discord. You get all of that plus Q&As and you see things first, all the episodes early. I, I created merch. Everyone's already seen it on my Patreon, though I haven't dropped it here yet. So you're like in the know. It's all $5 a month. It's really inexpensive and you can cancel at any time. It's patreon.com. Slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. I also have a confessions line if you want to leave a naughty confession. I, you could call my confessions line. It's available 247-347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. All of those confessions, those anonymous confessions I forgot to say, are also on my Patreon. You get all of those too, including all the other stuff I told you, as well as the anonymous confessions on my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. Now listen, I sound like shit because I've been sick for like a week. I don't know what's wrong with me. It's not going away, but I had to tape and this guy's episode is great. Brett is a true cock. Brett is also into small penis humiliation. This is a really interesting episode because it kind of has like a twist. I mean, in the beginning, he starts off being really into small penis humiliation and being degraded and humiliated by his girl. And then they get into the whole hot wifing thing. And once they get into that, he doesn't need so much the humiliation and all that kind of talk, which I thought was interesting. But we go through the whole story and the whole story is interesting. <laughs> Brent was a guy who started off when he was really young, like one of the first girls he slept with, looked at his dick and was like, what the fuck is that? He explains why she did that. And then he explains that it like turned him on. Right. And he got into that whole thing, the whole penis, small penis humiliation thing. He started looking at a lot of porn. He started doing phone sex, having people humiliate him. He was totally into it. And then through Googling that and stuff, he found cuck. Porn. And he was like really into that. Eventually he did meet his girl 
And he talks about the long process of them going from just talking about all of this stuff and playing it out in fantasy land, right? Role playing out all of his cuckold and his, his humiliation fetish. And then it progressed to them going on kick and doing video chatting with guys, letting guys in and wa- to watch them. And do the penis humiliation and stuff while they're online. Uh, and then it progressed to them meeting guys online, bringing a guy in via kick or Snapchat, I don't know, whatever, <laughs> video, watching them and saying things and joining in that way. Okay, they did that for a while. He talks specifically about all those kinds of experiences, what the guy would be saying while he's watching and what they were doing. And then eventually they started meeting guys in real life. I mean, this process took a while. He's been with his girl a long time. He always gave her the control. I think that's really important. It was always on her timeline. And that timeline was not, oh, he told her he was into it. And the next day they were out fucking other guys. I mean, it took years and it progressed slowly, like I said. But eventually... They started meeting bulls and he goes through all those experiences and talks about exactly what goes down with their bulls. He's got her into being a big size queen. Before they do meet up with the bulls, he does talk a lot about her humiliating him in the beginning and how she was able to do that without losing respect for him because I think that that is always a hard line to sort of ride, right? But he talks about that and then, like I said, we get into the whole thing about them meeting the bulls. He gets very specific. He loves being the cleanup guy. He loves being forced to suck the guy's D. (laughs) All of that stuff. And she's into it. And he's videotaping. And he talks a lot about how they ride the high of these encounters for weeks after, how the reclaiming sex is great, how it's only helped their relationship. Their relationship is super strong. His girl is totally into it. But like I said, she was always in control. She still is to this day. They see one guy mostly because that's her favorite bull. And it's he talks about why. And the why is because she's got the biggest dick they've ever seen. (laughs) He talks all about it. So you're going to get the whole story. It's very interesting, like I said, because a lot of times these true cocks, the ones who are very extreme that want their girl to humiliate them and all that kind of stuff don't end well. But it's interesting because it kind of morphed into something else. And now they're just like a regular cock and hot wife. And that's kind of like the twist and the turn. And the whole story is interesting. So I'm going to be right back on. Oh, and Brett did send me pics of his girl. They're on my Patreon. Patreon.com slash Strictly Anonymous Podcast. You get access to that. You're also going to get access to my Discord. And you could talk to him because he's going to be over there. So anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Brett. This is the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Hi, Brett. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm doing good, Kathy. How are you? I don't know. I'm good. I've been sick for a fucking week, so excuse my nasally voice to everybody, but there's nothing I could do. I got to tape episodes, okay? So listen, Brett, you are a cuck and a true cuck, okay? Not just like a guy who likes to watch his girl with other guys. You want like the degradation, the humiliation, all that kind of good stuff included with it, right? Because that's an extreme thing. Sometimes I call guys cucks that don't like that, but you do that as well. That's a part of your kink, correct? Yes, ma'am, it is. Okay, so now give me a little backstory on your relationship. How long you've been married? Yeah, we've been we've been together since 2014, or married since 2014, actually together uh, about four years longer than that. Okay. And, so- uh, 
How old are you now? I am 35. So you guys been together since the get-go? Yeah. I mean, did you lose your virginity to her? I did not, no, but she did to me. Okay, so when did you realize that you were a cuck? Because, listen, we're at the point where your girl has had two BBC bulls. She's got a regular. I mean, you guys have jumped off the cliff and you do see people, but I want to take it way back. Like, when did you realize during your relationship with your wife that you were a cuck or had these kinds of fantasies? It started before her, honestly. I dated a girl, or I talked to a girl, and when we got to the point to where we were going to have sex, I pulled out my, my penis, and she she was kind of shocked and shock and awe about how small it was. So she kind of she kind of humiliated me a little bit, like unbeknownst to her. But to me, it was... It was a great turn on and I kind of discovered at that point that I was into kind of small penis humiliation. Yeah, that's like a big thing. Did you know before that, before going into that sexual encounter with that girl, did you have any idea that your penis was on the smaller side? Size or side size? <laughs> I mean, I, I knew I wasn't big, but you know, I thought I was I thought I was close to the normal. What? How standard. big is it? Or how? Give me your size. I'm four inches. So you're four inches. Now, when you're hard, is it very thin as well, or is it normal thickness? No, it has. I have a pretty decent thickness. I would say just kind of, just kind of stubby. Okay, but thickness, but thick. Yeah, it's decent. Yeah. Okay, so before that, was that one of the first girls you're ever with, or you were with girls before her? The one who? No, yeah, that, that was that girl took my virginity. Oh, okay. So your first girl out of the bat looks at your cock and is like, what the fuck? I mean, how many guys had she been with that she knew that it was small? (laughs) I don't know. A number, I suppose. I mean, it's not like you have a a micro penis. No, no, I I wouldn't say a micro penis. Just just on the smaller, smaller end of average. Yeah, I'm just surprised that she reacted the way that she did that first girl. Yeah, I think I'd kind of, I'd kind of put some false expectations on myself. What do you and, mean? Uh, well, when we, just in our in our chatting, I kind of led her to believe that I might have been bigger, not necessarily deceiving her, but steering her down the wrong path. Uh, Why would just, you do that? I don't know. I was a stupid kid. But do you and, think uh, that it was because you were subconsciously setting up this whole kind of humiliation scenario? Or did you actually think your cock was just big at that time? Because you I couldn't compare I, it to anyone else. I mean, you're young, right? Yeah, I think I, I just actually thought I was, I was, I had something to show. Oh, uh, okay. So listen, in per, if you put this whole story in perspective, I mean, it is interesting that it clicked into you and created this whole fetish that you have, but... She was looking at your penis, comparing it to like a a huge cock because you gave her that impression. So that's why she was like, what the fuck? It wasn't like she was like, what the fuck? And just because it's small, probably if you never said anything about it being so big and giving off big dick energy, she probably wouldn't have said anything, right? Yeah, I set myself up for failure for sure. Yeah, that's so interesting. But you didn't just set yourself up to failure. You set yourself up to create some sort of fetish in you. I mean, because you got, you realized you were into the fact that she was dissatisfied with the size of your penis. That turned you on. 
Yes, it did very much. Was that confusing? Yes, it was. Uh, and there's actually more to that. Uh, so she had kind of, we didn't end on the best terms. So she had gotten hacked into my social media page and like had put all over there, Brett has a small penis, Brett has a small penis, you know, to all my friends on there. And uh, I had to frantically go in and delete that. And at the time I was horrified, but then later, you know, thinking about it, it was a turn on. Wow. That's kind of <laughs> fucked up. People, kids are so messed up. I mean, you guys were like teenagers at this time, right? Yes, ma'am. Uh, what did your did you, any of your friends say anything to you? Because I mean, any guy could understand and be like, "Holy shit!" I don't know. Like they should probably felt for you because that's like the the every guy's worst fear. <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody ever said anything, so I'm I'm not sure if it just didn't get seen or if, if people just didn't know how to broach that subject. Oh my god! So you you so you saw it immediately and took it down, but she went out there and humiliated you more. And then thinking back on it, you were like turned on by that scenario too. Yeah, she had sent me a text message like, hey, you should go check your social media. I'm frantically like, look at what's going on. And uh, that, I see it. And uh, I end up just deleting every post and every friend off of that and making it a blank social media page. Of course. That is horrifying. Yeah, every time I would delete it, she would repost something else. What did you do to her that she was so mad? I just, I kind of ghosted her, I guess. Uh, <laughs> but. <laughs> you I learned mean, the hard way. Don't typical. ghost a don't ghost a psycho. <laughs> yeah, lesson learned. A lot of lessons learned from her. For sure. Oh my god, what a cuckoo! I mean, she was fucking out of out. Listen, I, I, girls, listen. She was young. I'm sure if she heard this story now, she's probably a grown adult. I don't know. Even at 35, she probably looks back and oh my god, that was so fucking rude of me. You know, I mean, she's very young, so we can't d- define her whole personality by this time right because when you're young you're dumb you're you don't know how to deal with things um all you did was ghost her and she was vicious what she did <laughs> <laughs> don't you think yeah and i wasn't innocent either so no no ill you, will what do you mean you weren't innocent you got I mean, you were vicious to her too no i'm just saying you know deceived her and then i ghosted her all right no, no no you didn't say deceived did you like cheat on her no, I'm talking about about my penis size. Oh, yeah, but that's okay. Beginning. But I don't know. I think if what she did was really fucked up to go out there and do that on social media is really fucked up. So anyway, let's move past her. So she <laughs> does that. Now you start to realize you're into like being humiliated. Now do you start to go look for porn and stuff on it and really start jerking off to that scenario a lot? Oh, yeah. I get I get big into the phone sex, calling girls and having them humiliate me and degrade my size and then of course porn sph porn and that kind of leads into finding discovering the cuckold porn and i get very into that as well so then did you just kind of find the cuckolding porn because you were looking for the small penis humiliation porn and that was like kind of a part of it yeah for sure comparing the cuckold's penis to the bull i, I got into watching that kind of thing and it was a real turn on, and I just kind of went down the path of cuckold porn, and it became about the only thing I would watch and get off to. Now, after that girl, I mean, you're super young at that point. Do you wind up meeting the girl that you're with now, or do you date other girls? There was one girl in between there and my wife, yeah. And she actually 
was kind of a bitch, and she cheated on me, not in a cuckolding sense. Yeah, regular sense. A, <laughs> yeah, just in a dirty, mean way. She would she would dump me and go hook up with guys, and then she'd come back to me. I would find out about her hooking up with people through our mutual acquaintances, mutual friends. But, you know, you think you love somebody, and you take them back, and... It might have been part of my cuckold fetish, too, you know, in the back of my mind. Yeah, I wonder, like, at that point, did you realize that you were also jealous but then turned on by her cheating on you at all? Did you put that together yet, or it doesn't sound like you did? I didn't I didn't put it together, but, you know, it, it, that definitely makes me wonder. Yeah, some people, listen, it's, it clicks in all different ways for all different people. I mean, you didn't know at that point. At that time, you didn't put that together. I've had other cucks that did it and it was actually that kind of scenario that made them realize it sounds like at this point it was still just the small penis humiliation that you were into maybe you did get into the cuck porn thing after you met that girl that cheated on you did you well let me ask you this question with that girl that did cheat on you did you bring up any of your penis humiliation kink to her fetish whatever you want to call it no i was never brave enough to bring it up, I would just, while we were having sex, I would ask the typical questions like, am I, am I the biggest you've ever had? Of course, she would tell me yes. And, yeah. <laughs> but you wanted her to tell you no. I definitely wanted oh, her to tell yeah. me no. No girl on this fucking planet ever understands this. I just can't believe, it still blows my mind, doing my show that there are guys like this out there. No girl knows about this we're not no girl is in the know i don't even think a guy that doesn't has have this is in the know that there are gr- guys out there right that they ask that question and they no, want no, no, the no. opposite thing to go down you want her to be like no you're so fucking small you little fucking penis cock right is what do you want her to say no that's you're it. tiny like <laughs> that's, that's exactly it there's, there's no way for them to know no. And like, yeah. Okay. So let's fast forward to this girl now. And I, cause I, I, I wonder, do you bring it into this relationship? Cause you meet after this girl, you meet the girl that you're with now. Do you eventually wind up letting her in on any of your kinks and fetishes? I do eventually, but it's, it's definitely a slow burn. And uh, she just kind of finds out through like the natural course of us hooking up and having sex. And uh, I'm like, I'm fucking her, and one day, I, I remember pretty vividly, I'm fucking her, and she calls out and was like, go deeper, go deeper, and immediately, I just explode, and she takes notice of that, and that kind of planted the seed. That was her finishing move from then on. She would say that to me, and she knew I would come immediately when she said it, and that, that kind of opened the door to me letting her know about my small penis humiliation kink. And then extend that into cuckolding. Okay, but wait a second. Because if I'm with a guy and he's banging me and I say go deeper. And then he comes. I I don't think that he is coming because he can't go deeper. I mean, but that's where you're coming from, right? She's saying go deeper and you're being turned on because you feel like she's not satisfied by you. Correct? Yes. But she put that together? Or did you have to explain it to her? I don't recall explaining it to her, but it was 
multiple instances of it always happening the same way. And I would be like, I can't go any deeper and I would come. So that's I guess when I when I would say I can't, she would she would kinda get the point. Right, right, right. So eventually she realizes that you have this kind of kink. Do you ever have any kind of formal conversations with her about it? Yes, I do, but it's all in the in the bedroom. We're all we're all we're always playing whenever uh, I bring it up. So I don't know that she ever realized that I was serious about wanting to see it because it was just always in a fantasy sense. Right, the cuckolding and stuff. But we're I'm still at the small penis humiliation. I mean, does she have, I mean, at some point she realizes go deeper is hot for you, but I'm wondering when it really clicks that you that she really realizes that you have a small penis humiliation fetish and that you're getting off on this kind of stuff. Yeah, I don't I don't have a, a specific moment, I guess, that I told her. It, it just kind of built over time. Uh-huh. And then did she, though, start engaging? I mean, I know she would always say go deeper, and that was a hot turn on, but did she get more into really humiliating you with your size and stuff? Yes, she did. She got very into it and talking about it and telling me I'm too small and, you know, all the all that typical t- type of stuff. And, of course, it's just a super turn on to me. And what about for her? I think she she grew to like enjoy it. She grew she kind of grew into a into a sadist kind of. <laughs> yeah, I would think she'd have to be. I mean, I think. Listen, I think it's a hard line to uh, keep, and I think it's hard for a woman to have a guy or be with a guy who's into this, and then take on that role that the guy wants her to take, because there is a sort of disrespect that she has to have for you. And a looking down on there's that's a part of it, and I, I think you the last thing you want that to do is bleed into other areas of your life, right? You just want to keep yeah. that in the bedroom. It's very important that that is only there in the bedroom. And I just think yeah. that a lot of women, what happens is if it's a lot of times in the bedroom, it does start to bleed out. I've heard I've had a lot of true cuck gone wrong stories <laughs> because it's you don't want to get too extreme. Uh, there's always that danger that it can uh, affect a woman's view of you totally, right? Not just in the bedroom. It's not just fantasy. You don't want it to become a reality. Yes, that is that is very true. It's a it's a definite battle to fight against. And the best way to do that that I've found is constant communication, talking about everything, talking about every feeling, every instance talking it through after after sex okay that was hot it was hot to talk about that how did it make you feel are you okay i'm okay with it if you're okay with it let's keep doing it and that that leads on to when we actually start meeting guys it's the same thing you have to communicate you have to be open and honest with each other at all times Right. But let, let's not before we get to the point where you do start to open it up and see guys and you tell her that you want to see her fuck other guys. That's a whole separate thing. Did she ever have any kind of weird feelings about humiliating you and putting you down in the bedroom? She she just kind of took the ball and ran with it. She didn't. She did. She never she never missed a beat. She just picked it up and started doing it. But she never and said, I the- feel bad or I don't want to do it like not about that, no. Uh-huh. That's cool. So she was always down for it, and then when you would be done having sex, 
it always just stayed in the bedroom. Like everything in your relationship otherwise was still okay. Yeah. And uh, I think part of that too comes from the fact that I'm not really like a beta type of person in, in my normal vanilla life. I come from kind of a position of authority at work and it's kind of a release. You know, letting someone take charge in the bedroom is, is a release for me. Yeah, that, that's the way it typically goes. What about your girl? Sometimes it's hard to find the girl that her release goes with your release in that she doesn't mind being an alpha. A lot of women like to be submissive in bed. It's just that's more the natural way, right? Your, how, what is your girl like in regular life? Is she typically more laid back and more the beta and then so she enjoys switching in the bedroom? Yes, yeah, that is the case with her. It's, it's definitely a role reversal. Right. A lot of guys like think I'm I would be like the hottest girl for a sissy cuck or something because I'm such a kind of like bitchy and stuff. But no, I'm like you. I want to switch out. I want to be the opposite. Everyone wants to be the opposite, just like you are. You're not a cuck in your regular life, right? Like you said, you're in a position of authority. You're more an alpha in your regular life. So this is really a release for you. And so your girl, she happens to be perfect for you because she's doing the opposite. She gets out all her aggressions in the bedroom with you. So what kind of stuff? I mean, just because it's so counterintuitive to what anybody would ever think somebody would want to say. What are the type of things you dig for your girl to say when you're having sex with her as far as like the small penis humiliation kink is involved? I, just, I like her to really degrade me and tell me that I don't have enough to please her, that I'm not man enough to please her. My, my, my cock is way too small. And I'm not half the man of her current bull or this individual. That all is very triggering to me. Super turn on, super hot. Right. Now, let me ask you this. Did it start as a fantasy of like her being with another guy? Did it just start as dirty talk in the bedroom, her being with other guys? Because like I said, it was one thing for you to tell her you want her to humiliate you and you, you like that and that's a turn on and you guys are dirty talking to each other. It's a totally different thing when you bring in another man into the situation. So how did that come about? For sure. Yeah, it was it was all fantasy talk. It was all bedroom talk. And it stayed that way for the longest time. I, I thought that I would just be a, a wannabe cuck. Yeah. But we would just talk about it and get off on it and then move on. That was the way it was for, for probably three or four years, mm -hmm. honestly. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we're talking to guys on, online and kind of doing the online cuckolding version, video chatting with them and. I'm like fucking her with a dildo and eating her pussy. And While they watch. The camera. Yeah, watching and telling me what to do and talking to her, talking dirty to her. That kind of built it for us as well. Okay, so that was your first move out of the fantasy talk was going online and finding guys to watch you guys together. Yes. Okay, so what did, what did you guys go on a nap? Yeah, kick. Okay. Usually found them on kick. So you just, I don't know how kick works. I mean, I, I'm just too busy with my job to get into all these fucking social media things. Like, I know a lot of people use kick. Is kick the type of thing where people could just find you? Yeah, there's there's groups that you can join. Oh, you okay. You can search out specific things like small penis humiliation, cuck holding, okay. know, BBC bulls. 
So did you guys put yourself up as a cuckolding couple wanting someone to watch you? Yeah, yeah, that's typically how it goes. I, I usually find them and let them know that I'm a cuck and send them some pictures of my wife. And uh, if they like what they see, then they proceed on and we, we, we dirty talk and chat and pull her into the chats and she gets involved. Now, when you now when how did you first bring up like getting online and doing this video chat? Was she down from the get go? I mean, what was that conversation like? Uh, it was a it was a slow build, just like everything else. Uh huh. Kind of showed her, hey, I've been talking to this guy, and she's like, what are you doing? Where are you doing that at? And I tell her about Kick, and I'm like, hey, you should get on there, and we can we can chat with people, and so she does, you know, all under the all under fantasy all under the the guise of it just being a fantasy thing that we can take back to the bedroom right and but now but that's still that's a little bit more than a fantasy right because now you do you tell her let's actually let somebody watch us come into the bedroom i know it's still via chat but it's a little bit more than fantasy because there is somebody actually watching you guys yeah and it was it was that came over time we we chatted with people just through the chat feature on kick long before we ever got to the point where we were like video chatting them. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I think this is very real true life, right? This is no fact or fiction episode because it sounds like the way it fucking goes, right? It takes a long time. It's not one day you have this conversation and the next day everything changes, right? I mean, it's a lot of talking and it just happens over time. So First, you introduce, let's just go online and, and you're just talking to people and it's still just a fantasy, but you are online talking. But then eventually, what do you say to her? Hey, I met this guy. Let's let's try this out. And she's down with it. I mean, how was that first time where somebody actually watched you guys come about? You mean the first time we met somebody? No, the first time that chat? you let someone do a video chat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was just. It was, I think she was talking to him. She was chatting back and forth with him. And uh, it just kind of led there. It wasn't like, it wasn't like an appointment or anything. It was just kind of like, hey, let's, let's start, let's send him a video. And then a video led to chatting online with him and, or video chatting with him. And uh, it just progressed. Yeah, but the reason why I ask these questions is because I feel like there's going to be a lot of people listening who want to be where you are, right? Living this as a reality, not just a fantasy. And I think it's really important that they hear how things progress and how you were able to get your wife into it. I mean, in that story, what I hear is that it was actually her decision. She was the one that said, hey, I'm ready, right? I mean, you let her have a lot of control. And it was when she was ready and said, let's do this with this guy is when it happened. And I think that that's important. Yes, for sure. It's all on her terms. It's you have to move at her pace because guys are naturally going to be ready to roll long before a woman. Yeah, that's important. That's what I mean. It's just like she you got her into it and then she started going online and then it was eventually after a long time of doing that. She was comfortable to take that plunge. And then you guys did. Like you said, you would have done it the next day. (laughs) You were ready when you were after that first girlfriend. (laughs) All right. So so was your wife into it? Yeah, she she dug it. It was all about pleasure in her for for both of us. He's kind of working on her mental, and I'm working on her physical, and we're just trying to please her. 
And now was the cuck fantasy a part of this? Like he's on there humiliating you or saying he could fuck her better? I mean, like what's that scenario that's being played out with a third person on video chat? Yeah, it's definitely a cuck scenario. He's telling her what he's going to do to her, what he would be doing, and then telling me to fuck her with his, with his cock, and it's actually the dildo. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And so after that first experience, your girl was totally down. And then did you, right? Yeah, she, she would, well, she loved that scenario. Uh-huh. Uh, moving into reality was a little further down the road. That right. Took, after that took the, a lot more work. Yeah, I could imagine. But after that first video chat, she liked it. So then did you guys continue to do that with other multiple guys? It was mostly just this one guy. Okay. We, met. Uh, so we, we continued and did a few different video sessions with him. and She was real comfortable, you know, with, with him, him online. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. And so when does it start that you guys start to see people outside of video chat in real life? How does that go down? She was very apprehensive, very, very reserved, not ready to do that. So we kind of continued the online play and eventually and just chatting with guys and trying to set up like actual times to meet with people. So we, we found like real bulls and we were trying to set up times to meet with them. And, and it just took a lot of her getting comfortable with them and her having that level of comfort to get to that point. Right. It it took time for her to find the bull that she actually wanted to pull the trigger with and actually meet in real life. Yeah, yeah. Was she talking with them and doing a lot of the interactions? Yeah, she would chat with them on, on kick. That's that's kind of our way of communicating even today. Uh-huh. She would she sex back and forth with them and tries to get turned on and then they just talk about day-to-day life things as well. And that really builds a rapport between them. Yeah, women are very different than men. They they need that more than I think a guy does. That actual just feeling comfortable with that person on every other level than just sexually. That she needs to feel comfortable with him just in a regular way. For sure, yes. Yeah, for sure. Okay, so how do you wind up meeting that first guy? What goes down and why do you think it what was it about him that she dug? Yeah, so we eventually kind of meet in like a no strings attached, no pressure situation. And she really liked that. She liked just the comfort level with him and how laid back and chill he was. So he was like, let's just go get a drink. And uh, she was like, yeah, let's do it. So we met at a bar. Super, She was super nervous. I was super nervous sitting there waiting on him to show up. And he finally does. And he's super chill. Just kind of puts her at ease. And it's just the perfect first scenario of comfort for her. How about you want me to keep going on on that? Keep going. We got 30 minutes. Now we're going to go into all your bull stuff. I mean, so you guys go and you meet him. What was he like, though? What was she looking for in a guy? I mean, did he have to have a really big dick? It just had to be bigger than you. I mean, what was she looking for in a guy physically? Yeah, she definitely wanted a a guy with a big dick. Uh, She's kind of a... We've kind of built her into being a size queen, I guess. Totally. Just through, <laughs> She's playing that role. Buying, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Progressively buying larger dildos. And she, the biggest one is, is her favorite at all times. And yeah, so she just wanted, she wanted a guy with a big cock and she wanted somebody that was just laid back and wasn't too aggressive. Right. Not pushing, not pushing her into doing anything she wants to until she's ready. 
Yes, for sure. That's a, that's a definite must for her. Right. So this guy was cool. You go, you meet your first, you have your first drink and everything was cool with him at that time. Yeah, he was super chill and we kind of progressed the evening there. He ended up having to go and run some errands. So nothing happened at that initial meet at the bar. We were just like, okay, it was nice to meet you. Uh, we'll talk later. He was like, okay, well, y'all hit me up if y'all want to meet up. And uh, me and her get back in the car. And I'm like, hey, what'd you think? And she's like, oh, I really like him. Do you want to try to meet him Meet him tonight? Like, <laughs> she said Let that? Me... She said that? Yeah. Oh, she, she really liked that. him. <laughs> I was like, shoot, let me send a message. And uh, so I, I contact him and I'm like, Hey, uh, we're going to, we're going to go back and get a hotel close to our house. You know, you want to, you want to meet up for a nightcap? And he's like, okay, sure. So we, we go back and find a hotel and me and her go and stop at the liquor store and get some drinks and go to the hotel and start playing a little bit, waiting on him. I mean, the anticipation and, for the both of you must have been so huge. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah. You're, the anticipation, the nerves, it's all just, it all just builds up. So, yeah, I'm like licking her pussy and taking some pictures of her and sending them to him and like talking about how we're ready. And then he shows up and the nerves kind of hit her. It's, we probably sit there for 30 minutes with him just talking again in that comfort level. Uh So I'm sitting like, we're on the hotel room bed and I'm on the left. She's in the middle. He's on the right. And we're all just kind of sitting there watching TV and nothing's really happening. And I'm kind of over there getting nervous. Oh, this isn't going to happen. She's going to, she's going to back out. And uh, next thing I know, I'm kind of getting into the show that's on TV and I start hearing them, hearing some smacking over there. So I look over and they're kissing. They're like making out hardcore, and he's rubbing on her tits and rubbing on her pussy. So I just kind of stand up and get my phone, and I'm like, "Hey, you cool if I record some of this?" Mm-hmm. Yeah, no problem. And uh, so I just start recording them, and they they're just kind of going at it, and I kind of position myself like behind him to where I can see her face. And like his back is to me, and he's kissing on her neck and kissing on her titties and stuff. And he's wearing like some loose fitting athletic shorts, and I can see like the outline of his cock, and it is freaking huge. So me and her kind of catch eye contact, and we're both kind of looking at the same th- same thing, and our eyes just get as big as saucers. Like, oh shit, what have, what have we gotten into here? Oh my God! Biggest dick she's ever seen. Oh, by far, yeah. Right. Yeah, it was huge. Okay, so then what happens? So she she pulls it out, and it is it's huge. It's I don't know. It's probably eight and a half inches long, and it's thick. And so she's just shocked by it. Two hands on it, sucking the head of it. Huge, biggest cock she's ever seen by far. So yeah, she she sucks on it for a little bit, and he's playing with her pussy and rubbing her tits, and I'm just sitting there recording this the whole time. And he kind of moves over and positions himself to fuck her, and he pauses and he's, "Are y'all ready?" 
And he kind of looks over at me, looks at her, and she's, can we wait until next time? Oh, interesting. Yeah, she has this, I don't know, just, I guess it's a moment of reserve. Like, she's wanting to make sure I'm okay with everything going on. And so she pulls back, and she ends up just uh, sucking his dick, and uh, he comes on her face. And then he kind of shakes our hands and leaves. And, of course, me and her, we do the snowball thing with his cum shot, and we're making out. And that was kind of the end of that. And then me and her have the best sex ever right after he leaves right there in the hotel. The best sex we've ever had with each other. And it's just like this state of euphoria. We're just, we're like on this cut cloud nine, I guess you would say. <laughs> right, and, oh my uh, gosh. Yeah, it's it's a high almost. Uh-huh. So at that point, we're both hooked. That's It's off and running from that point on. We love that feeling and we want to feel it more. We want to experience it more. And then do you go so, back to that guy? Yeah, yeah. We, we end up continuing communication with him and we set something up for, I don't know if it was the next weekend, but like one or two weekends later, we're back at the same hotel, same guy. We meet, have drinks, he comes in. Sorry, kind of got choked up. We meet, have some drinks, and then they, they get into the foreplay and they're making out. He's rubbing on her, and they're kissing, and he she starts sucking his dick, and he kind of leads the same way. He positions himself, and he's, hey, are you guys ready? And she's, yeah, let's do it. He slides in, starts fucking her, and he fucks her for probably 45 minutes, just every kind of position you can imagine, fucking her hard, fucking her doggy, making her cum all over his dick. And she's just, she's in love with the, with the whole scenario. And you too, I'm sure. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm loving it. I'm recording everything and I can't, I can't get an erection though. I don't know if it's like an overstimulation or what's going on. But Oh, that's interesting. I, yeah, I couldn't get hard and uh, she kind of noticed it and uh, it kind of, almost kind of killed the vibe. So from that moment on every time we've met up she's made sure that she locked me in a chassis cage so it's kind of an interesting side note to that why because of that or because i don't understand because that would only make that worse right i mean that would only perpetuate that but that's what she wanted well, to perpetuate it locks it it makes it to where you can't get hard and so it's not it's completely out of the equation. She doesn't have to worry about oh, it. Oh, right, right, okay. Okay, now I see. Right, because I'm thinking, why would she do that? Then that only makes that happen. Now she doesn't have to worry that it's because of anything or even think about it because she's going to say, oh, it's the cock cage. So that kind of makes sense. Yeah, it takes it out of the yep. equation. Yeah, interesting. Okay. Out of sight, out of mind. Over yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. She doesn't Locked have to up. worry about you. You can't couldn't get hard if she wanted to. She doesn't have to worry about what's going on over there. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so then that's that, uh, that, meet up i think she came i think he made her come five or six times oh my goodness yeah and he ends up cream pieing her and then she calls me over to to get on cleanup duty and i do that and then we start swapping it back and forth between each other and then we 
we have sex after he leaves and once again it's just this great euphoric feeling cut cloud nine it's just the best sex ever that's kind of what it leads to mm-hmm. i don't feel like i'm doing a very good job of telling the story you're doing a great job of telling the story don't you worry I mean, when you get to this part of the story, uh, what do you think you need to add to this? <laughs> I don't know. No, trust me, nothing. <laughs> you're doing good, fine. So you're, you're okay. going back and forth, meaning when you say going back and forth, you're sharing her. You're actually having sex with her, too. You're not just sitting there watching the whole time. While he's there, I'm just watching. Oh, okay. So, just watching. Okay, yeah. so you really want to be the cock on the side that's just watching and videotaping, correct? Yeah, in these first two experiences, I'm just the cameraman off to the side, kind yeah. of forgotten about, uh-huh. and I kind of like it that way, but she wants me to be more involved, so that's, that's kind of communicated to me after the first two experiences that I want you to be more involved. So we round about to the third experience, same guy, we meet up at a hotel, have some drinks, same scenario, and this time... I just jump in. I start eating her pussy before he ever even drops his drawers or anything. I'm in there eating her pussy. And then he slides over and they start making out. And he's rubbing on her tits and kissing on her. And then he pulls his dick out and she's sucking his dick while I'm like going down on her eating her pussy. So then I kind of slide up there next to her. So I'm right next to her while she's sucking his dick. And uh, I'm, you know, kind of kissing her on the cheek and stuff while she's doing it. And he ends up kind of like grabbing my head and forcing me down there next to her where she's sucking. So I start like licking the side of his shaft and stuff. And then he kind of stands up and pulls us both down onto our knees, like in front of him. And she starts sucking his cock and I'm just kind of sitting there watching right next to her kneeling down. And then he pulls it out of her mouth and sticks it into mine. It makes me start sucking his dick. Oh, I didn't know this was going down. Yeah, yeah. So he does that, and she's just kind of sitting there watching. And I have a tripod set up at this point because I I stepped up my cameraman, cut cameraman game. Uh I had a tripod (laughs) set up just recording everything. Yeah. And so, yeah, she's sitting there watching me suck his dick, and then she starts sucking on him some more, and we kind of pass it back and forth. Well, then he pulls her up up to her feet and they start making out and then he puts his dick back in my mouth and he's making me like kneel down beneath both of them while they're kissing and making out and making me suck his dick so it was super hot uh she she loved that scenario i love that scenario was that scenario yeah. ever talked about in your fantasies it was just okay. between me and him uh like so we had the group chat with all three of us where we were communicating and then they had a sidebar and then me and him had a sidebar and we had kind of, I kind of told him that that was a fantasy of mine. Are you meeting with her? Yeah. meeting with her. I mean, you know, she's seeing you suck a guy's dick. Had you spoke about that prior to this event? Yeah, we had in our, in our bedroom play, she had talked about it and, kind of teased me with it how she was going to make me do it and it was pretty apparent that I was turned on by it in those plays so she she knew it was a distinct possibility it could happen and I 
I had talked to him about it too, and it was something that he would possibly be into. So, so she though in the moment she looks over and she's it totally into it. Yeah, she left. She loved it. She was. I got a recording of her, and she's just like, she's looking at it, looking at me doing it with just this lustful look in her face. Like she was definitely into it. Right. Now, is this the bull? This guy, the one that you're still seeing to this day? Yes. Yes, okay. it is. Okay, so go on. So yeah, he's he pulls her up and he's making out with her and making me suck his dick, and then he kind of pushes me away and shoves her on the bed, and then proceeds to just fuck the shit out of her again. And I think she said she had seven orgasms that time, or we counted them on on the recording, and it was like seven orgasms with that guy. And same thing, he he comes inside of her when he gets done and. She calls me over to do the cleanup duty, and we swap it between each other. And it's just super hot scenario again. And then we again have have sex after he leaves, and it's just the same scenario, just the hottest sex ever of our lives. It's just this post-cuck high sex. Is, it's like the best thing right. to, a, to a cuck couple. Is there a lot of that kind of talk during those scenarios too? I'm assuming that he's saying, "Oh, look, I'm fucking your wife. She, you, you can't please her. I'm pleasing her." Is that a part of it too? He doesn't say a whole lot to me. He he talks to her. He talks dirty to her while he's fucking her. So you don't need that in that experience. Just a guy fucking your wife is like cucking you enough, right? I guess. Yeah, I get. I really get off on seeing her get pleased. I love rewatching the videos when she's coming on him and kissing him and like that's that's my kryptonite I guess that's what gets me right you like that even more than the penis humiliation I mean right I mean that just takes it to a whole other level you don't need that kind of talking and everything that's interesting yeah it just it, I guess that's just the starting point and this yeah. is where it's built to <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, this is like all of that in play without you don't even have to talk about it anymore. There's a guy with a bigger dick fucking your wife and she's getting totally pleasured by it. And then afterwards, you always have that reclaiming sex, right? You're not starting to deny yourself or anything. You're not going that extreme, are you? No, no, I'm not not going to that extreme. It's we we like to fuck. We like we like to have sex with each other. That's important. And I really like to I really like the the reclaiming and fucking her after he's kind of stretched her temporarily and I get to feel that looseness uh-huh. around my cock and that, that wetness from, from their fuck juices or whatever. That's that's a super turn on to me as well. Right now, this guy, he is your regular bull now, correct? Yes, he's our regular. And And so what do you see him once a month, two times a month, three times a year? I mean, how regularly are you guys having this kind of experience? It's probably about once a month. Just, we would like it to be more, but life gets in the way for, for him and for us. But yeah, about once a month, and it's always super hot scenario. And we how... Have to go on. on Saturday. You're seeing him Saturday? This this past Saturday, we actually hooked up with him. Now, do you, do you do anything more than just blow him? Is there any other kind of guy-on-guy action that's going down? No, that's it. I'm not really into doing anything further than that, you know. Huh? Does he do anything to you? No, he doesn't. He just gets his dick sucked. That's 
that's about the only involvement he wants with me. Right, 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 right. Uh-huh. And your girl, do they? Do you guys have any kind of rules or regulations about this kind of thing that you're doing? I mean, is she talking to him off-site as well? Or is it just only talking to set times to meet up? Is she becoming friends with him? Do you have any rules about that? There isn't any rules, but, you know, it's pretty much at her discretion what she wants to do. But she she talks to him probably once a week exchanging messages like how you been when when are we planning on meeting up again you know it stays pretty basic right Mm -hmm. and the cock cage do you still wear that only when we only when we play occasionally she'll break it out and make me wear it to to the grocery store or something just to just to take a little jab at me and get a little kinky play in for for the night not ahead you know Now, do you guys still go on kick and see other people as well, or is this bull enough? He's kind of our our main guy right now. Uh, we got a good thing going, and he was previously experienced in the lifestyle, and uh, he's kind of dedicated to us, and we're kind of dedicated to him, and it, it works out for, for all parties. Yeah, like, I mean, and I would assume, I mean, you see each other once a month, but I would assume all that reclaiming and you got videos that that one time a month could keep you guys horny for each other for three weeks. I mean, a little bit of that goes a long way, doesn't it? I mean, that's typically what couples say. It's just like the sex afterwards, even for weeks afterwards, is so amazing because of what went down. Yeah, you ride the high for for weeks on end. And then when that fades, you have the videos to pull back up and. Right, yeah. so it's not even just days, it's like weeks. Yeah, I would say so. And how do you feel like it's affected your guys' relationship? I mean, you've been together a long time. I mean, you said married 14 years, together four years before that. It's like almost 20 years you're together. Yeah. Um, how do you feel like it has affected your relationship? Well, we had a great relationship from the get-go. Like mm-hmm. we've, we had a super strong foundation, but I think it's even improved on that, I think. We're more loving to each other, and we have a great sex life because of this. This is just an element of our sex life. We we have sex with each other ten times more than she has sex with him, and it's great. But it always kind of involves this cuckolding element. It's always a theme in the background. Right. It probably has to be now. I mean, you guys are both kind of into it. It sounds like she's really into it, too. So it's like it's working for the both of you. It's not because I think sometimes... When a guy has a kink or a fetish, it could become pretty overwhelming because he needs it all the time. Sometimes there's that compulsiveness to it or and he wants it always. And then the woman is like, oh, she doesn't want to engage it all the time. But it sounds like this is something that she has grown very into herself. She's certainly not just doing it for you. Yeah, no, it it was definitely initially my yeah. fetish, but mm-hmm. it, she has adopted it for sure taking the ball and ran with it in some regards right but in reality that running took years i mean it wasn't something that she you know initially went into and was, oh yeah i'm fucking down and i love this and i'm gonna get into it i mean it took a really long time i mean and i think like i said i always ask those questions and i like that part of things because i think you're your speak but it's helpful to other guys who want to get their girl on board reality is she might not be on board right away you got to give it time Right. I mean, what would you say to a guy 
who's listening who has these fantasies and wants to get his girl into it yeah just give it time be be brave enough to to tell her you're into it tell her your fantasies and if she's not into it accept that for what it is and move on but if she is just give it time let it build Right, but give her the reins, give her the control. I think that's always a part of most of these successful stories is that it's on the woman's timeline. Yeah, and that's what it's it should it should all be about her. It should be she should be the focus of the fantasy. If it ever gets to the point where you're wanting you're you're trying to direct and you're trying to tell them what you want them to do. No, that's that's not your role. You need to sit back and watch. They're two people they're two human beings that are doing their thing and you're over here watching right now your bull guy do you typically where, where are you guys hooking up and where are these hookups taking place at hotels it's yeah all of our plays been at hotels so far mm-hmm. we live a, we live about three towns apart from each other so it's about a 40 minute drive or so so we meet in the middle right now would did your girl lose her virginity to you Yes, she did. Wow. I mean, would she ever imagine that this little virgin girl is like doing this shit now? It's like crazy. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I kind of felt like I owed it to her. To let her experience other guys? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'd had, I told you about my two other partners. I had sex with them. So I've had three other women or three women total. And then now she's fucked three guys because there's been this bull me and then one other guy that we had a couple of ca- encounters with what was that guy and another bull yeah he was a guy that he was a bull that i had met like through our kick conversations and stuff mm-hmm. and we'd kind of gone on a little hiatus with our with our regular and we had contacted this guy and kind of pulled him in as a as a pinch hitter i guess you would say <laughs> okay and, and yeah so they they met up and they they fucked and it was it was okay, but she she really just digs that first guy and wants to kind of stick with him. And and why do you think? What is it about him? Do you know? He's got a huge cock. Right, that's what it comes down to. <laughs> yeah, simple. Yeah, and the other guy, the other guy, he was he was he was impressive, but he wasn't as impressive as as our main number one. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And what's interesting, because I think some guys think, oh, size queen would never be satisfied with someone who's not humongous. I mean, look, she fucks that guy. And then the rest of the month, she's having great sex and being completely turned on by you. It's not. Yeah, you did turn her into a size queen, but you didn't ruin her. It's not like she can't get off with you. Yeah, no, it's it's a it's variety. Yeah. Yeah. And listen, I think that there's so much more attached to chemistry than just the physical part right i mean you guys are very close you're in love she loves you you have a great relationship it's very secure listen this is a very interesting episode to me because it is a much more extreme than most right a little bit because there was all that humiliation but you survived all that and got to a place where it doesn't sound like there's so much humiliation anymore that goes down but now you're just living a a regular cock and hot wife experience and you're living your best life and it hasn't ruined anything it's not like a cuck gone wrong story which it could have been i think like i said i think it's hard for a woman to go in and really humiliate her guy a lot and do that and bring that to the bedroom all the time and then not let it bleed into other ways but it seems like you guys transitioned out of that eventually 
Yeah, it's always kind of a there's an undertone of humiliation mm-hmm. for me, you know. But it's not the main focus, you know. The main focus is just her and getting her getting off and having good a good scenario or a good uh, experience with this guy. Yeah, it kind of morphed, which is interesting, but it makes sense of why this would be the top of the mountain for you and you don't need that because like I said there is some sort of humiliation going down that isn't sp- that's not spoken, which is like this guy has a bigger dick than you and he's fucking your wife right in front of you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? And that's the humiliation aspect for you. And you're cleaning up or you're being forced to clean up, like all that kind of stuff you enjoy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I am being forced, in, in quotes. I, I do enjoy it. But that's the part, that's like, that's humiliating, right? The, like those little kinds of things are the things that bring that humiliation aspect to it for you, correct? Yes, 100%, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Interesting. I mean, do you, are you guys ever going to start an OnlyFans like everybody else? <laughs> you have all your videos. She definitely wants to stay anonymous, so it's, it's going to be a, a bridge to cross with that. Yeah. Oh my God. The issue. stories your girl has. Would she ever call in to the show? Does she know you're calling in? She does not. I did not tell her I was calling in. Right. 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 Does she ever listen to any podcast or anything or know that people are talking about this stuff? Yeah, she does. She, she listens to, I think she's listened to a few of your episodes. Oh but... my God. So she's going to know your fucking episode. You're okay. If she, if she sees it, I'll probably show it to her. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely show it to her. Yeah, listen, you're not saying it. You're not doing anything wrong. You know what I mean? Uh, if she's listens to episodes and stuff. What I always say is if, if your wife does know, listen, I would love to get her on the show. Uh, I wonder, I'm sure she's not been able to tell anybody about this, right? No, there's there's no one. It's me and her and whoever we play with. The only people that. Yeah, I mean, listen, she's not, she would be anonymous on my show. I would change her voice. It would be great to get her side of um, the story, especially because. I think it is hard for women to understand or, under, you know, understand or be open to really going down that penis humiliation uh, road. It would be interesting to get her side. But uh, even if not, I don't take pictures of people unless they know. So if you tell her, you could send in anonymous pics of her for the episode if you do tell her. But if not, I won't post pics of her. You know what I mean? But if you want to okay. send in pics and she's in the know and she knows that you're on the show they will only those pics they would be anonymous and they would and they're not x-rated they would only be r-rated those would be on my patreon they would be closed i will give you access to my discord to go on there and you could do whatever you want on there uh for coming on my show and telling your story i might air it this wednesday um so if you could send me pics if you want to do it before then and tell her but if not no big deal i don't need the pics for the show yeah for sure i'll i'll let her know and get some pics over all right well do that asap because i might ep- i might air this wednesday which means i air it on my patreon tomorrow <laughs> okay okay awesome thanks brett thank you so much for calling in thanks for putting up with all my coughing and all my garbage i'm gonna edit it all out you won't hear any of it <laughs> <laughs> no thank you kathy and I, I appreciate the opportunity to come on here and chat with you yeah i love it it's a great it's a it's a great story it's it it has a little bit of a twist to it because i thought it would just stay like the small penis thing but the fact that it's kind of morphed it's interesting i like it and like i said it's definitely not a fact or fiction it's definitely true which i love and thanks so much for calling in and sharing your story it's it's it's, it was great thank you give me your picks asap bye brett bye hey everyone thanks so much for tuning in to this week's episode 
If you want to follow the show, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Instagram or Twitter. That's at Strict Anonymous. If you are on YouTube, make sure to subscribe. I love YouTube as a platform for my show because people comment there and I try to reply back to every single person who posts a comment. So even if you're not listening on YouTube and you want to talk about the show, go to my YouTube channel, subscribe and share my videos. It's Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to sign up for my Patreon on my Patreon, you are not only supporting my show, but you will get these episodes early, ad free, and you get to see anonymous picks of my guests. Most of the girls send in anonymous pics and some of the guys send in anonymous pics. So if you want to see anonymous pics of my guests as well as support my show and get these episodes early and ad-free, sign up for my Patreon, patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. The link is also in the description below. Thanks so much for listening. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.